Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's 1234 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you again. Coming up today on Oilers Now, a sit-down conversation with Nick Bukestead at 105, as well as Vander Kane, who draws back into the lineup. Uh, we will tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow Sizzle to Roos Chris Steakhouse 9990 Jasper Avenue. It's open Tuesday through Sunday until Chris and Chef Eltoff that Oilers Now sent you. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline and welcome back to the show at 1234 in Edmonton. Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeRoss for GCL Diesel, providing genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices since 1972. GCLDiesel.com. Hello, Louis. How you doing? Good. How you doing, bud? How I'm you doing, good. I, was think, I was thinking about something today, okay? Is we're in the 2022-23 season, okay? Yep. If somebody had told you 10 years ago, and I think you know where I'm going here, during the 2012-2013 season, a year in which Jake was playing uh, midget AAA at that time, or now it's known as U18, for the Southside Athletic Club, that he would be a full-time established NHL player on the precipice of his uh, third 20-goal season. What would you have said? That's great. <laughs> I said that's amazing. <laughs> but uh, it seemed a pretty long, far away from that moment in time. And I remember having a conversation with you uh, in Bill Hunter's Bill Hunter Arena, and uh, you know, you said he was going to play in the WHL. He reminds you of another player you knew, and uh, even that was a stretch at that time. You know, it's time flies by it happens fast but when you're at that stage in your in your life and for Jake in his career I think that you're just looking out for the next game and the next next season you're not really looking too far ahead I mean everybody has a dream everybody wants to try and achieve a goal but at the same time um, you have to take care of business where you are first and foremost and then good things will happen and for him that's exactly what he did but well, uh, I think any player that has a journey to the NHL um, you know they all probably dream of being there one day when they're young kids but to actually make it happen is it's a real long long shot as we know that being in this business but you keep putting your best skate forward so to speak and you know, you play the best at the level you're playing at to give you an opportunity to maybe move forward and play at a higher level, and that's what I think everybody should do. And sometimes it works out, most times it doesn't. 
Well, there might be a, a parent right now of somebody that's, you know, say 12 to, you know, 15 or 16, and they think it's a long shot, but never say never. And the other player yeah, that you were referring no. to, the other player you were referring to for me was Joffrey Lupul. And the one similarity, um, well, there was a couple similarities. Uh, both were, both Joff and Jake were a little bit smaller when they were younger that grew. Both had real good hockey sense and high-end skill, and both had support. And, you know, in terms of, um, you know, having, but you would have been happy if Jake would have ended up being a pilot or been in university right now or whatever. And Craig was, you know, Craig Lupuljoff's dad, you know, he was, he was thinking more university at that stage just because he wasn't seen as a kid like Jay Bomeister, who was pretty much anointed the number one pick in the WHL Bantam draft from the time that he led the brick. Uh, you know, led the led team Brooke to win in the Brick Invitational. So, I guess the point I'm making, the and and you know, Lou, you were a big guy at a younger age. Yeah. I was a bigger guy that was no good. <laughs> like, yeah. like the point is, you you appreciate that it is a journey, and you're not. And and I wonder how many times you just think back to it because as we sat there last night, and thank you again to yeah. to you and uh, uh, Jake well, for for looking after all the broadcasters at the at the ba- basketball game. I thought back to like ten years ago, being in the lockout year, being in Bill Hunter Arena, and thinking. Yeah, this guy has a chance. He, he's going to score in the WHL level. Well, he's not just scoring in the WHL level. He's got a chance to be a 30-goal scorer in the NHL level. It's an amazing journey, man. You guys should be proud. You know, it's all, it's I awesome. Tell you, no, honestly, we are. We're very, very proud. And I, and I have to tell you, there, there's, been, there's been a lot of conversations about that, not just with uh, people outside the family, but Jake and I actually brought that up last night. You know, and we sit and we talk about things. And obviously having you around and the group around, it brings back memories from Red Deer where Cam Moon called his games in the WHL. He's been on your show many times. He's golfed with Jack and I in the summer. I mean, he knows you guys well. And, you know, growing up in Edmonton at that time, there was 10 kids drafted off of that team. 10 kids drafted off that Bantam team that he uh, went to Westerns with, and they won the championship. They finally beat Braden Point out of Calgary, that team that dominated him for so many years. But when you look at that, we you know we kind of looked at each other and said, you know, he was probably, if not one of the smallest kids on that team, certainly bottom two or three, and he had to continually work himself up to to be in a position to contend with those bigger guys at that level. But he was smart, he had a drive, and he was tough, and you know he was willing to you know, pay the price to get better in this game. And and it was a good message. And I told him this too. I said, you know, when I talk to young kids, I say, it's not always the best kids on your team right now that are the ones that are going to be the best players in another five to 10 years. You don't know that. So I'm all for kids having dreams. I truly am. And I want them to have dreams and I want them to go after their dreams. But I also don't want kids to get discouraged because they might not be at the top of the game or the top 10% of their pool when they're 12, 13, 14, yet even when they're 18 years old. Everybody develops at a different age and everybody gets, um, you know, grows at different times. And and all these things together, um, you see a lot of players now, and I think you're seeing it more now than ever where kids just hang around stick around keep keep 
um, working on their game, keep getting better, and and you never know. And that's why I don't ever want to snuff out a dream. It's a long, long shot. I'm going to tell you that. But if you're committed and you really want it bad enough, you do have a chance potentially. Um, and that's kind of the message that we, my wife and I, said to Jake. You know, if you want to go after this, we'll support your attempt to try and make it. And you know, he did. But I, I just think that. You know, that that would be the message that I would send to people is don't judge yourself by who's around you right now um, because in five years, the landscape could look really different. Yes, there's players like, for instance, Connor McDavid. I mean, he's been somebody that we've had on the radar for a long time, and we knew you got ex- exceptional status in the OHL, and we knew this was going to be a very good player. Yeah, there, of course there's players like that, but those are fewer than the ones that continue to improve on their game, continue to work on their skills, work on their conditioning, and have a drive to make it. That's the majority of players in the National Hockey League, the guys that continue to get better and hone their craft. And still to this day, whether you're year one or year 20 in the National Hockey League, still working on your game trying to get better. We're joined by Louis DeBras for GCL Diesel. His son, Jake, obviously a part of this wagon that is the Boston Bruins. <laughs> they can get their 50th win tonight. Uh, they've won 10 straight. Now, that said, the Oilers came in here uh, a, about 14 months ago in November, and the Bruins had banged off a bunch of wins, and Edmonton came away at the victory. And in fact, Louis, even back in 1920, the Oilers... Uh, uh, ended up getting a 4-1 win. Uh, J- Jake had a tough play in that game. Uh, Yaroslav Halak <laughs> he had a gave primary up a ter- assist. He had a primary <laughs> apple. Uh, Yaroslav Halak yeah. gave up one of the worst goals against all season to Darnell Nurse. You're watching Boston a ton. You and Cindy are watching them all the time. What makes them, besides the obvious, that they got really good players, they, what is it about them that makes them at this level this season? First and foremost is their depth. I, I look at their I look at their team this year, and you and I have talked about it at length. But I just feel they've gotten they've gotten big moments from everybody on the team, from the top of the list down to the bottom of the list. Wherever you want to put people, they've gotten production and big games from every single player on the team at different times. And if one line is getting shut down in the game or if two lines are getting shut down in the game or they're neutralizing each other because they're going head-to-head with two other good lines, they have two other lines that can punish you too. So that's the number one thing is that they've been getting it by committee and it's the way they play the game. They have a lot of confidence in rolling four lines and they all play the same way. There isn't a whole lot of difference with the way they attack the game and uh, play a very sound, mature game. So that being number one, they're getting great goaltending. I think that uh, Linus Allmark, for me, is already the Desna winner, and I know that's a little biased because I watch every one of their games, but he's having an unbelievable season, and he's probably been their best player. And that says a lot because they're a stingy defensive team, but when he's been called upon, and, and Swayman as well, um, when they've been called upon to make big saves, they make big saves. The other thing, too, and I think that it just goes back, this is a mature team, Bob. This is a very mature team in the sense that they've been around. Um, there's 11 players that were around in their run to the 19 Cup Final still remaining on the team. And that's kind of adversity that stays with you. They understand that this is the time of year you need to ratchet it up. They play the game the honest way. They don't cheat the game. And, yeah, they have a lot of skill. They have 
you know, a lot of players that can, can play the game in different ways, but they're going to come at you in waves and they're not going to relent. That's going to be their game for 60 minutes. And more often than not, this year they've been coming out with wins. So that in a nutshell is kind of what I think has been the game plan for them all year. It's You might be able to hang with them for a bit, but can you hang with them for 60? And that's going to be the task for Edmonton tonight. I thought they played an excellent game, by the way, last week in Edmonton versus Boston. I thought that game could have gone either way. I thought Edmonton had some great chances early that they didn't capitalize on that could have definitely changed the dimension of that game. And uh, if you look at the eight losses that uh, Boston has had this year, it's been the opponent that scored first in all of those eight losses. So start will be a, a crucial element of the game tonight, and uh, as it usually is. But scoring first, the Boston Bruins haven't lost when they scored first in a game this year. So that, to me, is a real telltale sign of uh, how important the start will be the first 10 to 15 minutes of this game. All right, uh, let's get to the Edmonton Oilers. You talked about it that Allmark's won the Vezza. Has Connor, I mean, you also have the privilege of watching Connor McDavid every night. And, you know, when I retire. That's just my and, opinion, by the way. I'm just, I'm just throwing yeah, that out there saying. Yeah. I, when I, when I retire 25 years from now, like Brian Hall, uh, you know, when I hit the 80 stage, because I'm hanging on that for that long, just so everybody. <laughs> Anyhow, what I, I will, I will be saying I watched the. You know, arguably, the, I'm already at the stage right now, Louie, and we, you, you had a lot of time with Wayne Gretzky in Phoenix. He loved you. Uh, he gave, he was very gracious with his time with guys like Jack and me when he was here at Edmonton. I have nothing but the utmost respect for Wayne. I don't think we've ever seen a guy this advanced as what Connor was, has been. We saw Brad Marchand talk about it yesterday. Uh, this is spectacular what we're seeing yeah. this year, isn't it? It is, you know, and it's funny. We again, it's it's really the fact that we're even having conversations, gauging him against the greatest player that ever played and the greatest players that ever played, tells you what he's already done in the game in eight years, um, and how he plays the game and how advanced. And I like that word that you use, advanced. To me, it's going to be pretty hard for me to say that anybody except Wayne Gretzky is the greatest player that ever played. I mean, that's the era we grew up in. That's what we saw. But I would tell you right now, and I've said this to you before, Connor McDavid. Is is the most advanced player we've ever seen. He is the fastest. He is the the player that can do things at that speed that nobody's been able to do before him. And there's been guys that have been fast. Don't get me wrong. There's tons of amazingly fast guys that were always impressive in their era. But he's doing it in the fastest era ever in the National Hockey League. And he is by far the fastest guy in the league. And he does things that not too many people can do half speed. He does it at full speed. Um, but I think what we often overlook to is, and I've said this many, many times when people ask me about him, is this, <laughs> you know, this, I was going to call him a kid. He's still a kid to us, but he's a young man now. But this young man's drive is second to none. It's second to none. I, I, you know, we look at eight years, eight years in the National Hockey League, and we were sitting on the bus the other day saying, okay, can we count on two hands the games that we feel that he just might not have had it tonight? You'd be hard yeah. done by. You'd be yeah. hard done by to put it on two hands. I think it would probably be one hand, if that. And that that's a testament to the consistency that he plays the game at each and every night. And we see it every day, and I like what Jay Woodcroft said there. to use the analogy of, you know, Mount Everest. You walk out the door, you see Mount Everest every single day. Before you know it, it just becomes a hill. Or, hey, there's a nice mountain. You go and see it once in a while, and you're like, wow, your breath, you lose your breath at how magnificent it is. 
And I think that's the same with Connor and why people want to come and see him play because we sometimes take it for granted the things he does because we see it each and every day. But um, it's amazing. It really is. And uh, I mean, there's just no other way to say it. And people can sit there and say, like, I'm, I'm sick of hearing you guys praise this guy. Well, too bad because you're going to hear us praise him for a lot longer in his career, his whole career. And uh, he's doing things this year that are just simply unbelievable. All right, I'm going to give the listeners a little task. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. And this may be a tad generational, but I'd like you to rank Connor McDavid amongst the greatest players in the game. And now here's the catch, because sometimes I see this debate with Ronaldo versus Messi. Okay, and yeah. I personally am, I'm a messy guy over Ronaldo, but Ronaldo played with Real Madrid, who's won multiple Champions League titles. And it's been a while since Messi's won a champion. You still need a team at the end of the day. And Ronaldo, for when he played in Real, and you know, I think they won four titles during the time that he was there, they were the deeper team. So Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Do you already have McDavid in the top five greatest players of all time? Because I do, Louie. I think he's in the top five. And there's a guy in the city of Edmonton and there's a guy in Boston that's got a statue outside where we met last night prior <laughs> yeah, to a yeah. game. Those two yeah. guys are in my top five all time. But I got Connor in the top five all time. So I want to know what the listeners think. And I'm sensing you probably got Connor in the top five all time, too. 100%. Not even a question for me. All right. Like I said before, like I said before, it's very tough. It's always tough when we're talking generations, too. Um, we're talking about um, generational players that change the way the game is played over the course of time. And Connor's no different. He has changed the way the game is played. And there's going to be a lot of young players coming up that are going to try and mold their games around Connor McDavid. And the game's going to get faster, more skilled, because we're already seeing it in minor hockey. We're seeing some of the highlights of some of the things these young kids are doing. And it's just the process of the game getting better and idolizing different types of players. And when you idolize a player just like Connor did before before him, he watched the greatest players of the game and he wanted to mold his game after that. And with his natural abilities, he morphed into what he is today. And he's still continually working on that game. Just like all the great players in the game of today, you know, certainly looked at somebody before them and said, hey, I want to I kind of be like that or I want to take that aspect of their game and try and see if I can use that as a weapon. And Wayne Gretzky was no different. I mean, Wayne Gretzky, and I think what we find with the greatest players in the game they're, they're the, <laughs> I don't know how to say, they're the biggest students of the game. They love the game more than anybody. It's their life. And they study it to such a precision that, you know, they're, they're breaking down little elements of games that you and I, it might go unnoticed by us. And I just think that they see it a different way, but they idolize the players before them, and that's what drives them to try and reach that level and exceed that level. And I think every single great player does that, and why they're the greatest in their era, and then the next wave comes along and they're even better, and the next wave comes along and they're even better. Yes, there's always those players that stick out through time, the course of time, that will always be the players that we look at that did so much in the game. And Wayne Gretzky, for me, is that guy for me. I just He leads on assists alone, and I keep all always saying that like it's pretty hard not to think he's the best player that's ever played when he's the leader in points by his assists alone 100 percent. so it's, it's hard it's hard to argue with that but i like how you set up bob and i've told you that before Connor mcdavid is the most advanced player we've seen 
All right, Lou, let's have some fun tonight. Right on. It's going to be a fun one. I think both of these teams are pumped for one another, as I thought last Monday, and uh, this should be a fast, hard game for sure. Good stuff. That is Louis DeBras for GCL Diesel. It is currently 12.52 in Edmonton. When we come back, I'm going to bang off some texts again. Rank your top five players of all time. Is Connor McDavid already there? And we'll get to uh, Oilers game day trivia for Pro-Am Sports in four minutes' time. All right, so I asked you for your top five players of all time list. It is 12.55 in Edmonton. Elbone has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, Lionel Messi is a World Cup. Uh, Ronaldo does not. Well, that is correct, though Ronaldo does have a uh, won a Euro. Now, that was he actually got hurt in the championship game that year. Elbone has Gretzky, number one, Lemieux, number two, Bobby Orr, number three, McDavid, four, and Kelly Buckberger, five. There you go. Uh, Scott says, Bob, no one moves like Connor. Not only his feet, but his hands, his stick, his body. No one in the past or present, which makes him top five already. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. This text out of Edmonton says, Gretzky, Mario, Orr, McDavid, and Mike Bossy. We got hundreds of these coming in right now. So thank you for all participating. Uh, uh, B says, or Gretz, Mario, Gordy, Sid, and Connor, a top six for you. We'll keep banging off some of these. Again, it's 12.56 in Edmonton. And we want to mention to you that we're heading back to sunny California in April with New West Travel. You can fly to L.A., watch the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. This New West Travel package includes airfare, four nights at the Marriott L.A. Live, lower bowl game tickets for both games, and a welcome reception with your Australian special guests. For the Cali road trip, you can reach out to newwesttravel.com. As it is time, it is time to go into Oilers Now Game Day Trivia for Pro-Am Sports, located in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and online at Pro-Am sports.ca brendan escott how tough should i i think we need to give them a little bit of heat today what do you think for the 50 dollars gc and and for the bragging rights on uh pro-am sports game day trivia what do you think easy one or hard one today make somebody bring it absolutely you want somebody to bring it i'm gonna make somebody bring it all right here we go you'll need to know your depth players in the oilers organization name the player a hard-nosed winger that played with uh, Jake DeBrusque with the Southside Athletic Club and with the Red Deer Rebels who spent time for a couple of seasons on the Edmonton Oilers farm team. And he's from a place where cars cost less. So it's a little bit of a hint. Name the winger. Hard-nosed winger. Uh, thick guy. He could fight. Um that was on Jake DeBrus, uh U18 team, as well as with the Red Deer Rebels the year they hosted the uh, Memorial Cup Championship in 15-16. This guy, by the way, is still playing in the American Hockey League as we speak. He actually plays for the Manitoba Moose. He spent parts of two seasons with the Bakersfield Condors. And uh, text us 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. And the winner will receive a $50 GC courtesy of our friends at Pro-Am Sports. It's a good one.
It's a good one today. You, you would need to, you're not just automatically going to be able to pull the name. Uh, maybe there might be a couple of you because he is a local product. Uh, and this guy, he's not huge, but he was thick and he could chuck him. Off to a global news, weather, traffic update with Kevin Robertson. When we come down, we'll have... Uh, Pre-taped interviews coming up. Cam Moon in conversation with Evander Kane. I'll have a longer one with Nick Bukestead as well after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin.